From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan. Can't say I'm surprised, but I am disgusted. Tory Holt, former NC State wide receiver, member of the greatest show on turf, Rams wide receiver, kicked around a little bit at the end of his career, not included in this year's Hall of Fame class. The, the five members that are included from the, the pool of, of more traditional entries, uh, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers. <laughs> in my notes, it says Julius Tepper. That's, that's not what we're looking for. Julius Peppers and Patrick Willis. Torrey Holt should have been on this list. He should have been on that list. But guess what? I'm going to be more uh, demanding of that if you agree with me, because I'm sure there's a bunch of you that do agree with me. Yeah, Holt should be on that list. I'm big on this. You can't just say someone should get in. You have to say who wouldn't get in if if Torrey Holt did get in, right? If, if, if there's a, hey, so-and-so should have been an all-pro, I'm like, all right, tell me who at their position shouldn't have been an all-pro, right? Oh, so-and-so's a top-five quarterback. All right, I'm going to list five quarterbacks. You're going to tell me who shouldn't be in, right? Like, you, you can't just say uh, – because, right, in, in this business, you learn the tricks. I know people that if you ask them one by one how many quarterbacks are top-five in the NFL, they'll say yes to eight of them and just hope you're not counting. Is Patrick Mahomes top five? Yes. Is Josh Allen? Yes. Is Lamar? Yes. Is Hertz? Yes. Is Burrow? Yes. Is Herbert? Yes. It's like, wait a second, that's six. So I'm, I'm going to hold you to the list. If you're putting Torrey Holt in, who are you taking out? The obvious answer that a lot of people say is Andre Johnson. I don't think so. Right? I, I just don't think so because I believe they're both obvious Hall of Famers, and I believe there's more wide receivers waiting. I think you take out Patrick Willis or Dwight Freeney. I, I, either of them. Heck, both of them. Put another wide receiver in. One of the reasons why I don't think why I think Torrey Holt did not get in is because they felt like you had to put in like a like a Patrick Willis to provide positional variety. Right? Because if you have Dwight Freeney and Peppers, that's two DNs. If you have Andre Johnson, Devin Hester, and Torrey Holt, it feels like two and a half wide receivers, even though Hester's going in as a returner, he also, I mean he caught passes, right? So you throw another defensive player in there, feels a little bit more even. I don't care about that. They didn't do it for wide receivers 10 years ago, and that's why we're in the problem we are now. There was this weird blowback to like, oh, they throw the ball so much more, wide receivers can't go in every year, and I'm going, yeah, they should have gone in every year because now you have a logjam of deserving wide receivers. You have Torrey Holt, you have Andre Johnson who is going in, you have Reggie Wayne, you have Steve Smith Sr., and I'm not putting these in any kind of order, I'm just naming them. Uh, you have Larry Fitzgerald coming shortly. Right? You're just going to have more and more and more and more wide receivers entering in, and because you were a not positional variety, not, hey, we can put in two wide receivers earlier, you're in that problem now. Also, miss me with the Torrey Holt peak performance arguments. He never won Offensive Player of the Year. He never won an MVP. Wide receivers just don't win those anymore. He led the league in receiving yards twice. He was only an all-pro once. Is that his fault? You wanted to lead the league in receiving by more? Like, if you, if you have more yards than anyone else in the league and you're not an all-pro, I'm not holding, hey, you only have one all-pro against you. 
Let me also make an argument, one more here, that I haven't seen anyone else make. You know who else was a snub, according to many? The number one snub, according to many. Antonio Gates. Many believed he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer because he has a billion touchdowns and he helped revolutionize the tight end position. He didn't get in. Now, I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't have gotten in, but I think I know why he didn't. He tested positive for PEDs. He had a four-game suspension for performance-enhancing drugs, and I think there was probably more than a couple voters that said if you test positive for performance-enhancing drugs, you can't go in as a, as a first-ballot Hall of Famer. It doesn't seem like the NFL cares about that as much as some other sports, but, I mean, if you look at Antonio Gates's resume, he gets in as a first-ballot Hall of Famer unless that's holding him back. So if he didn't get in because he, quote-unquote, didn't do things the right way, then that's part of the criteria. Guess who did everything the right way? Torrey Holt. Absolutely everything, right? Upstanding dude, no problems anywhere. If, 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 if not doing it the right way holds someone back, then doing something the exact right way should matter. Torrey Holt was a Hall of Famer in every sense of the word, except for pro football Hall of Famer, right? In every sense of the word, except for the one that he probably wants the most. It's, it's, you know, the, the Dwight Freenies of the world, the Patrick Willis's of the world, they're good. Don't get me wrong. And I think Patrick Willis, if he would have played four or five more years, first ballot Hall of Famer. But guess what? Then he wouldn't be eligible for a while. Um, he's really, like, he's, he's uh, Terrell Davis was the same way. You, get, you have to get in on a weak year. If, if you cut your career short early, and this might come back to bite me when, when people are making the argument for Keekly, but, but. If you cut your short your career short by your choice, all power to you, not knocking you for it, you have to wait for a weak Hall of Fame year to get in. You don't make deserving Hall of Famers with longevity wait so you can get in. Steve Smith Sr. deserves to get in, I would say, above somebody like Patrick Willis. I mean, you can you can say I'm I'm wrong, but it's gonna be really, really difficult to make an argument that convinces me. And I do think it matters. That's the last point. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very tired of making a Pro Football Hall of Fame or any Hall of Fame argument and just being met. By the way, follow us on YouTube, 99.9 The Fan. Please subscribe. Uh, we're, we're barreling down on, on 10,000 subscribers, and, and I really want to reach it as quickly as we can. So 99.9 The Fan, solid. Um, but I'm, I'm tired of make, like referencing a Pro Football Hall of Fame or a, or a NBA or, or a, a Basketball Hall of Fame or a Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm tired of, of referencing a Hall of Fame and having the comments be, no one cares about the Hall of Fame. You're darn right I care about the Hall of Fame. And guess what? I, be, I believe the players and their families and the sacrifices they made, I believe they care about the Hall of Fame, which is why I make arguments like this one. Right? Torrey Holt sacrificed a ton. The hours. I mean, <laughs> it's it's always a good deal when you see the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, induction speeches, when they hold their hands up, when they're making their speech, when they're talking with their hands. Look at what directions their fingers point. A lot of times it's not the way they're supposed to point. They sacrificed, li like, physical abilities. Oh. I, I uh, One time I got, uh, you know, Daryl Johnston, the old, the old uh, fullback for the – uh, the Cowboys, he was a longtime announcer, still is in the, in the media world. 
I had the opportunity to meet him and shake his hand one time. His pinky is a right angle. Mm. Like you shake his hand and your the pinky is almost on the outside. Like it's it's. I'm sure you can find a picture of it online. It was it was dramatic enough that I noticed in the handshake. I don't know if you want to find a picture of it online. It's, it's just it's the like and and that's just the smallest, right? You, the the pain, the your knees, your ankles, your shoulders, your back that you deal with. If if you were a Hall of Famer, you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Time spent away from family. Exactly. You deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, and Tory Holt deserves to be in the Hall of Fame already. And because you messed up the past couple years not putting him in, definitely should have got in this year. Definitely should have got in this year. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan. Can't say I'm surprised, but I am disgusted. Tory Holt. Former NC State wide receiver, member of the greatest show on turf, Rams wide receiver, kicked around a little bit at the end of his career, not included in this year's Hall of Fame class. The the five members that are included from the, the pool of, of more traditional entries, uh, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers. <laughs> in my notes, it says Julius Tepper. That's, that's not what we're looking for. Julius Peppers and Patrick Willis. Torrey Holt should have been on this list. He should have been on that list. But guess what? I'm going to be more uh, demanding of that if you agree with me, because I'm sure there's a bunch of you that do agree with me. Yeah, Holt should be on that list. I'm big on this. You can't just say someone should get in. You have to say who wouldn't get in if if Torrey Holt did get in, right? If, if, if there's a, hey, so-and-so should have been an all-pro, I'm like, all right, tell me who at their position shouldn't have been an all-pro, right? Oh, so-and-so's a top-five quarterback. All right, I'm going to list five quarterbacks. You're going to tell me who shouldn't be in, right? Like, you, you can't just say uh, – because, right, in, in this business, you learn the tricks. I know people that if you ask them one by one how many quarterbacks are top-five in the NFL, they'll say yes to eight of them and just hope you're not counting. Is Patrick Mahomes top five? Yes. Is Josh Allen? Yes. Is Lamar? Yes. Is Hertz? Yes. Is Burrow? Yes. Is Herbert? Yes. It's like, wait a second, that's six. So I'm, I'm going to hold you to the list. If you're putting Torrey Holt in, who are you taking out? The obvious answer that a lot of people say is Andre Johnson. I don't think so. Right? I, I just don't think so because I believe they're both obvious Hall of Famers, and I believe there's more wide receivers waiting. I think you take out Patrick Willis or Dwight Freeney. I, I, either of them. Heck, both of them. Put another wide receiver in. One of the reasons why I don't think why I think Torrey Holt did not get in is because they felt like you had to put in like a like a Patrick Willis to provide positional variety. Right? Because if you have Dwight Freeney and Peppers, that's two DNs. If you have Andre Johnson, Devin Hester, and Torrey Holt, it feels like two and a half wide receivers, even though Hester's going in as a returner, he also, I mean he caught passes right so you throw another defensive player in there feels a little bit more even I don't care about that they didn't do it for wide receivers 10 years ago and that's why we're in the problem we are now 
there was this weird blowback to like, oh, they throw the ball so much more. Wide receivers can't go in every year. And I'm going, yeah, he should have gone in every year because now you have a logjam of deserving wide receivers. You have Torrey Holt. You have Andre Johnson, who is going in. You have Reggie Wayne. You have Steve Smith Sr. And I'm not putting these in any kind of order. I'm just naming them. Uh, you have Larry Fitzgerald coming shortly. Right? You're just going to have more and more and more and more wide receivers entering in. And because you were a not positional variety, not, hey, we can put in two wide receivers earlier, you're in that problem now. Also, miss me with the Torrey Holt peak performance arguments. He never won Offensive Player of the Year. He never won an MVP. Wide receivers just don't win those anymore. He led the league in receiving yards twice. He was only an all-pro once. Is that his fault? You wanted to lead the league in receiving by more? Like, if you if you have more yards than anyone else in the league and you're not an all-pro, I'm not holding, hey, you only have one all-pro against you. Let me also make an argument, one more here, that I haven't seen anyone else make. You know who else was a snub, according to many? The number one snub, according to many. Antonio Gates. Many believed he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer because he has a billion touchdowns and he helped revolutionize the tight end position. He didn't get in. Now, I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't have gotten in, but I think I know why he didn't. He tested positive for PEDs. He had a four-game suspension for performance-enhancing drugs, and I think there was probably more than a couple voters that said if you test positive for performance-enhancing drugs, you can't go in as a, as a first ballot Hall of Famer. It doesn't seem like the NFL cares about that as much as some other sports, but, I mean, if you look at Antonio Gates's resume, he gets in as a first ballot Hall of Famer unless that's holding him back. So if he didn't get in because he, quote-unquote, didn't do things the right way, then that's part of the criteria. Guess who did everything the right way? Torrey Holt. Absolutely everything, right? Upstanding dude, no problems anywhere. If, 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 if. If not doing it the right way holds someone back, then doing something the exact right way should matter. Torrey Holt is a Hall of Famer in every sense of the word, except for pro football Hall of Famer, right? In every sense of the word, except for the one that he probably wants the most. It's, it's you know, the, the Dwight Freenies of the world, the Patrick Willis's of the world, they're good. Don't get me wrong. And I think... Patrick Willis, if he would have played four or five more years, first ballot Hall of Famer. But guess what? Then he wouldn't be eligible for a while. Um, he's really like he's he's uh, Terrell Davis was the same way. You get you have to get in on a weak year. If if you cut your career short early, and this might come back to bite me when when people are making the argument for Keekley, but but if you cut your short your career short by your choice, all power to you. Not knocking you for it. You have to wait for a weak Hall of Fame year to get in. You don't make deserving Hall of Famers with longevity wait so you can get in. Steve Smith Sr. deserves to get in, I would say, above somebody like Patrick Willis. I mean, I, you, can, you can say I'm, I'm wrong, but it's going to be really, really difficult to make an argument that convinces me. And I do think it matters. That's the last point. I'm... I'm I'm very, very tired of making a pro football Hall of Fame or any Hall of Fame argument and just being met. By the way, follow us on YouTube, 99.9 The Fan. Please subscribe. Uh, we're, we're barreling down on, on 10,000 subscribers, and, and I really want to reach it as quickly as we can. So 99.9 The Fan, solid. Um, 
but I'm, I'm tired of making like referencing a pro football hall of fame or a, or a NBA or, or a, a basketball hall of fame or a major league baseball hall of fame. I'm tired of, of referencing a hall of fame and having the comments be, no one cares about the hall of fame. You're darn right. I care about the hall of fame. And guess what? I, be- I believe the players and their families and the sacrifices they made. I believe they care about the hall of fame, which is why I make arguments like this one. Right? Tory Holt sacrificed a ton. The hours. I mean, <laughs> it's it's always a good deal when you see the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, induction speeches, when they hold their hands up, when they're making their speech, when they're talking with their hands. Look at what directions their fingers point. A lot of times it's not the way they're supposed to point. They sacrificed, li- like, physical abilities. Oh. I, I uh, One time I got, uh, you know, Daryl Johnston, the old, the old uh, fullback for the – uh, the Cowboys, he was a longtime announcer, still is in the, in the media world. I had the opportunity to meet him and shake his hand one time. His pinky is a right angle. Mm. Like, you shake his hand and you're, the pinky is almost on the outside. Like, it's – it's. I'm sure you can find a picture of it online. It was it was dramatic enough that I noticed in the handshake. I don't know if you want to find a picture of it online. It's, it's just – it's the, like and, – and that's just the smallest, right? You, the, the pain, the your knees, your ankles, your shoulders, your back that you deal with – if, if you were a Hall of Famer, you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Time spent away from family. Exactly. You deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, and Torrey Holt deserves to be in the Hall of Fame already. And because you messed up the past couple years not putting him in, definitely should have got in this year. Definitely should have got in this year. 